Oh, God damn it all. Shit. All right. This is the 22. We're still here in the last days of 22. We're counting down to zero. We don't know from what number, but we're counting down from zero. Not sure what happened. For some reason, my audio program is fucking gone from my phone. It's not gone, but I have, like, there's too much space taken up my phone. It offloads apps that aren't used. I use that fucking app every day, twice a day. For some reason, it offloaded. I have no fucking idea why. So I'm recording on Anchor directly. What does that mean? I don't know. Maybe no... uh, Maybe uh, no theme song. That might be it. So... We'll see. Oh, geez. I got 18-wheeler flashing lights and the other oncoming traffic flashing lights. Yeah, so I've been trying to figure out what's going on. And I'm on the highway. I just I can't fucking fiddle with my phone. Trying to fix my recording app. It won't reload for some reason. Probably because there's no fucking space. Uh, And then, well, I don't know. Next week, get a new phone, though. So it's kind of a big week for the 22. New phone. The shit ton of space. And uh, can't wait can't wait to fucking, I just can't wait to not have that offloading feature. I fucking hate it, man. It's a goddamn disaster. But there's absolutely no space on my phone. What happened was I had one of the new uh, fucking iPhones in like my haste and my pride I said not on insured. I don't know why. I've, I've always had my fucking cell phones insured. I have no idea why I didn't tack it on there. I didn't insure it for some reason. In fact, now that I'm saying that loud, it doesn't even make fucking sense. It must have insured. I always insure it. Whatever. It wasn't fucking insured for some reason. Sure enough, within like two weeks of getting this brand new iPhone, I fumbled it somewhere and the screen cracked and it was a disaster. So I had to, buy, I had to order a used one offline. Online. Off online. Off the internet. And it's this fucking... i tell you one thing. It's a goddamn brick. I've dropped it a few times. There's one little crack across the screen. But it's nothing terrible. It's... It's a fucking brick, man. It's a rock. It's not going to do anything. Not like that fucking expensive brand new one. Fucking broke the first time you dropped it. But that's how they get you. They know that you're going to buy... The fucking $80 case to go along with it. Like everybody gets rich. But the fucking consumer... It's all a big fucking scam. They make the phones that don't last, so you gotta upgrade them in two years. Your contract's up, oh, all of a sudden it's running slowly again. Oh, and there's, you know what? There's the iPhone fucking 10A is out. I guess you might as well just roll it over. It's only gonna cost you $7 a month more. Okay? Because you're already paying whatever it is, 30 bucks a month to lease the phone. So it's 30 bucks. So it's only gonna, it's gonna be 37 now. That's all it is. And taxes have gone up a little bit. So in two years, you're going to start... You know, all of a sudden, your bill just keeps going up and up and up and up and up if you keep the same fucking features. Because you got to get a new phone. And then, oh, well, the, the old case doesn't fit... The, the old case doesn't fit the new phone. So you got to get a fucking new $80 case so you don't drop it like a schmuck. It's all a big fucking scam. And who loses you, the consumer? That's who. Yesterday, as you know, if you listen to yesterday's, you know, the last two days of, of shows have been fucking great. All right, listen to yesterday, it was Hunter Thompson's birthday. I kind of stammered through a little bit, but it was a pretty good show about Hunter, how I came to know 
you know, his work and stuff like that, how I kind of dove into it. And then just talking a little bit about what he did throughout his career. And then two days ago, I talked about uh, Little Stephen and the Disciples of Soul. They came to New Haven a couple days ago, and they rocked out uh, the College Street Music Hall. And I did... Uh, I, was, uh, I was inspired. I was brought to life. It injected soul into my, into my veins through a 16-piece band. Just a party on stage. So that's a good show. So listen to those two. This is going to be an abbreviated one, obviously, because I just I started recording late. Um, nice today, last night to celebrate for uh, the good doctor's birthday. Had some flying dog beer. I drank the truth. Of all, like the I don't know the craft beer industry. And right, we I, I have my my fridge is now full of Rolling Rocks. Budweiser, and that's it. Taking taking the time out from the craft beers. I'll go to the breweries like in town and stuff. That's different. But I'm done like doing the shopping and shit. Support my local breweries. And then uh, occasionally, I'll, Flying Dog is one that I I came to know and love. And the truth is my favorite of their their selection. So I had had a few of those. There was no wild turkey in this fucking liquor store that I went to, believe it or not. But the guy's moving. He's getting he's getting ready to move. So I'm, there's a little bit of fluctuation in their uh, um, in their what do you call it? In their inventory. Thank you. Sorry, changing lane. Yeah, I'm always alone in the traffic when I'm changing lanes here. Um, talked a little bit yesterday about Hunter and the trouble with kind of attributing him to 2019. He, he's a guy who could only really exist in his own time. He can't... It's such it's an impossible task. I mean, it's like putting a dinosaur. Not, not, that's, no, that's the, that's the bad way to put it. Because dinosaurs, you feel, are old, they're extinct. It's a different thing. I mean, can you, you can't put... I know it's only been 14 years since he died, but all the shit that's happened, I mean, Adam, you don't know how he would have reacted to Obama, what he did, you don't know how he, how he would have reacted to, I mean, we know he hated the Clintons, so I don't know how he would have reacted to, to Hillary and Trump, I don't know how, I'm not sure how he would have, I mean, I have an idea, I think I have an idea, but to, to, to put a name and to put attributes to exactly what he would do and say in this time, in this time and age, it's a, it's an impossibility. He was one of a kind. He was so unique that you couldn't possibly. You could speculate, and I'm sure there's people who think they know. I fucking I know there's people who think they know. There's guys who said they were his friends. I don't believe. Uh, they said there's friends that that say, you know, this is what he would have done in this day and age. But no, you don't fucking know, man. That's not at all how it works. I have an idea, but um, let's see. The weekend's here. Weekend's coming. There's oppressive heat in the air. Warnings. Excessive heat index. It's 
you know, if you're a vulnerable group, a sensitive group, you're uh, in for some shit this weekend, stay inside. You know, make yourself, stay in the air conditioning, make yourself a nice cocktail. A cold one with ice. Oh, so last night I watched, uh, in, in my drinking, I sat down and I watched Where the Buffalo Roam. Which is it's fear and loathing before fear and loathing, and it's like a poor man's fear and loathing. Uh, Bill Murray plays Hunter Thompson. Peter Boyle plays well. His name's Laszlo in the film, but it's Acosta, his lawyer. It's three hundred pound <laughs> Samoan lawyer is played by Peter Boyle. You got a little Bruno Kirby in there, who's. Uh, you know, we lost too young. He's a legend in his own time, though. Great little character actor he was. And whatever, it's a couple hours. It's not even a couple hours, but it's uh, it tries to piece together the madness of Thompson. And it's ridiculous. It's a ridiculous concept of a movie. I don't know how it got made. Probably shouldn't have gotten made. It's got a great soundtrack, which I know you don't put on a movie to fucking listen to the soundtrack. But that was an issue with this movie where they, they had like all the they had B songs in them. They had to replace all the songs in them because they never they never paid the money to retain the rights for like DVDs and shit. So the first time I saw it was with, without like the soundtrack. So it does it does make a little bit of difference in the viewing of it. Because if there's a transition and you have like this kitschy song, uh, in one in one instance. I think I'm going to make this fucking train, man. It's 7.14. And now, and now we're doing it, and it's Jimi Hendrix. Then, you know, that's, it's a much, it's a big-time difference. Um, but it's a, it's a bunch of ridiculousness with a few bits of gold. Especially, I mean, if you're a Thompson fan, it's worth, it's worth watching. And it stays on my shelf now for, uh, I don't know, the next event. You don't need to watch that. Watch Fear and Loathing, but if you want to watch... A good uh, Thompson documentary. It's, it's Gonzo. It's Alex Gibney, who's an award-winning documentarian, documentarian, documentary director. Whatever. He's he makes documentaries. He made the Enron one. He did one about. Um, I think it was about like torture during the, the beginning of the second Iraq Gulf War. Tor- torturing, you know, sus- suspected Al Qaeda members. Taxi to the Dark Side. I think that's what he... I think he won an award for that one. Uh, he also... He did a few other ones. I forget what. He, he didn't do Freakonomics. No, he didn't do Freakonomics. But he did a few good... Doc, he's like... He's always doing documentaries. The Hunter one is good. I wish there was, a, there was a little more to it, to be honest with you. But I haven't seen it in a little while, so I can't give a complete... I remember... But that's also Thompson's career. He just, you just wish there was more. You wish he had it in him. But that was just never the case, you know. It was... He was... Uh, he lived a life of excess that didn't really allow him to do probably as much great work as he could have. He said yesterday the 80s for him was kind of a uh, a lost decade. I just kind of picture him in Florida, you know, on a houseboat with Warren Buffett, which I think 
is what he kind of did. And I, you know what? I get behind these people in the fucking parking garage. You're not going to get a goddamn spot on the first floor. You're not. Turn left. Turn left. You're not supposed to, but turn left. Nope. Nope. Fuck it. Shit. Balls. Fuck. Cock. Cocksucker. Oh, boy. Well, I'm so much for making that train, man. Well, let's see. We're on two here. There's not going to be one. There's not going to be spots until at least four. So I love fucking inching along. So, yeah, I mean, that was Thompson. I, I kind of wish there was more to his story, you know? Which, as a showman, that's what you got to do, right? Leave him wanting more. There we go. Get out of there, you scum sucker. All right, I got to get going because I got to, as soon as I fucking hang up, I got to run for this fucking train. I hope this actually worked. I mean, it's not a great show, but check out yesterday's show. It's a lot of fun. Check out the Twitter account. There's a lot of good Hunter stuff on there. And uh, check out two days ago, the, the, the little Stephen Van Zandt show. Have a great fucking day. Don't take any shit from anybody. I'll talk to you here on Monday on the 22.